Are we on? You're on. Is this thing on? We're on. Here we are. <sighs> Welcome to another episode of Queer For It, a podcast hosted by three queer friends living in Austin, Texas, bringing you a weekly dose of queer realness and laughs. I'm Courtney. I'm a lesbian. I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at court underscore roads. My name is Chris. I'm queer. I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at the Yolo Bandit. I am also Chris. I'm a trans man. I use he, him pronouns, and my Instagram is at see the stars ablaze. When is our year? Did we already hit that? Yeah. When was at the beginning of the year? Oh. Did we? Yeah, only, that's why I was looking back at how this started and saw photos and was like, no. So yeah. we're a year and a half It's crazy. We really should be like past episode 50 at this point, but, but also, episode 30 feels like a huge milestone. COVID. And, uh, also, yeah, we've had all the things. <laughs> COVID. Hi, we all own our own businesses. <laughs> that's like always a disaster happening. Yeah. You know? Uh, people defecting from the podcast. Yeah, exactly. You know, we whatever. had a... <laughs> A whole we were abandoned. We had to decide if we were going to continue or if we were just going to die right there on the floor. And we did it. We did it. So. Came back better than ever. <laughs> uh, but so today we're going to talk. We've actually touched on this a little bit, I feel like, in a couple of podcasts that we've done during COVID. But we want to talk a little bit about how our lives have changed during COVID, but also talk about how we've adjusted to this change of pace and what our days look like lately and just, you know, like routines and um Things that we've implemented that we feel like have helped us get through, you know, these times and stay mm. productive. Um, I mean, I feel like I wanted to start with, I posted something on Instagram today. I don't know this podcast is going to come out like in two weeks, but I posted today about how working from home can be really hard for a lot of people. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at working from home because I've freelanced for a long time and mm-hmm. I have worked places that allow for remote work as long as you're productive so I've had to learn how to do that if I want to not be in an office so you're pretty good at managing your own schedule yeah uh, I'm pretty good at like setting my own deadlines yeah. and you know waking up and forcing myself to and, and creating a schedule <laughs> it's like not everyone's skill set no, uh, no me and Kristen like sat down one day and she was like we'll just make certain days are like specific days so like Mondays are the days that you print and Tuesdays are the days you do freelance and do- Wednesdays you order mm-hmm. blanks and Thursdays we do this and Fridays you help me cook. So like I do have a pretty set schedule of what I do. But what you don't know that you're doing, Tony Robbins is called it's a huge thing, it's called the rapid planning method. And by and like lots of very successful like uh who just talked about it? The CEO Spanx, Sarah Blakely. She this is how she gets through her week. She's like, I don't even know how I used to do my weeks before I did this. And she's got like Monday is like an open thinking day. Tuesday is all about product. Wednesday is marketing and business development and then like Thursday is like leadership and then like Friday is an open day again you know mm-hmm. it's like she has to because if not you're just pulling yourself mm-hmm. everywhere all day That's thinking me. about the stuff yeah. I do it too I'm the same thing well I'm like she's like this is devoted to this and this and this and I'm like yeah and then I'm like I'm doing this this day and then it fucking rains all day and then I can't do that thing and then I'm fucking annoyed I can't do the one thing I'm supposed to do today and then everything gets shifted and no, then I'm like well no I slept like shit the, no and, and then I like slept like shit so then I wake up and I feel bad and then I, oh well the workout goes longer and this it thing. sucks and it's just like, too because you're like I was just trying to do the thing, but I can't do the thing. And then and I obsess about the more thing. Yeah. And no, exactly. So if it's like a pick and grab thing for me, that our brains are trash. <laughs> oh, no, I hate it. I'm so not. <laughs> I, not good we have thing. to work. We have to work on your structure. Uh, so I, this anyway, is an ongoing battle with me and Chris. Anyway, I've been try- I've just been like trying to learn about how people are. I also am trying to be more successful with my time because I'm really effective, but I'm mm-hmm. very scattered. Well, my thing is, I have so many like. 
side hustles and hobbies. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like I like I've said, I want to learn to tattoo. So like I have I have dedicated like like Mondays and like that's when I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna draw and I'm gonna like research stuff and I'm gonna learn. And then like Kristen wants to get into making candles, so Thursdays are her candle making day where she's like looking at uh, like figuring out how she makes candles and makes a couple candles. Because otherwise, she won't do it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I want Thursdays to be that day. So she makes candles on Thursday. I print on Thursdays. You know, I can like, tell you that makes... That's a lot easier when you live with your partner. And y'all sure. schedules are both... And you both, can talk about it. And your, both of your schedules are, like, self-determined. Mm-hmm. Because my schedule is, like, very determined by, like... Val runs like she picks up shifts to the hospital, but like it's whenever people schedule appointments. Yeah. So I like if I was like every Thursday, that Thursday is the only day off that she has in a week. Like that fucks me up. But also, and because I'm a, commuting to her yeah. every other night or doing whatever, like that throws off my. But if you had a too. set work schedule, it would be like, I mean, if you worked in an office nine to five, you would have a set work schedule. And I know, so, but it just it's. But if you had, a, but if you had a set work schedule, then she would also be structuring around your set work schedule. Yeah, right. in some aspects, you know, like so. I think it Which does would suck help. for plan. I mean, I think we all definitely don't want set work schedules. Mm-hmm. That's no. like well, we like to I be actually, in control of our own time. I like for my work to happen between nine and five. I don't like to do things at night. That's why all the time I when, don't like to do things when at you, night. You're always like, "Do you want to record after six? And I'm like, "I don't want to do anything." After Got six. it. Okay, but, but I think of recording as like fun. Yeah, like, this well, is not. But when I'm working, it's like a happy hour. But when I'm working, it's like a happy hour working all day and also I get up for the gym really early and then you poop. I don't really want to do it but like Monday nights I'm like I'll give you I'll do Monday nights I'll do one night a week but I don't want it to always be like oh I start working at 5 p.m. yeah because it is a little bit of like I'm on and I want to be like off and mm-hmm. when I get off of work and mm-hmm. for me I like to have a structured time for my day so interesting this I makes am a lot not of sense. allowed to be off though like this doesn't get done midday I when i when i edit this the only time it ever happens is at 10 p.m once everyone's asleep and it's quiet in the fucking house so i don't get to choose to you know what now we have draper startup house and you can come up here and you, you can, can edit the podcast thank you i love dedicating thank those you hours beautiful draper startup house here well that was one of the things that i was saying it was like Street. i i posted that post today and i was saying that Something that does help with structure, especially people who kind of struggle to get work done in the house, is going somewhere and working. Mm-hmm. They don't struggle so to do work. Finding, I have a hard time finding working a co- in my house. Yeah, finding I a co- usually need to Kristen go somewhere too. else to work. Kristen will just sit on her phone, but I feel like if you like take her out of the house and you'd be like, okay, we're going to sit at a coffee shop or we're going to sit in a co-working yeah. space, it feels unproductive to just sit on your phone and bullshit for hours in a space like that as opposed to sitting on your couch Mm -hmm. or sitting in your dining room Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so I think that's really helped and it just makes you feel like a little bit more professional and like well I'm dedicating this time and trying to treat this like a real job yeah um so I do definitely now that I work with other people like man when I was just working with myself it didn't matter I got orders to fill I'll do it sometimes I'll go in at 10 p.m film till 2 Mm a.m go home however I felt like right but now I do like consulting on regular people's hours and like um, you know, working with someone who has a physical location so it's open during normal hours. So I do, I am like, okay, cool. For me, the earlier I can get up, the better. So, like, between like 6 30 and 7 is like pretty much what I'm shooting mm-hmm. for every morning. And just so I can like spend a. <laughs> Fuck off your phone. <laughs> Why is my volume up? I'm shocked for you right now. That was like when your phone was up in the room. I am movie. shocked. My for phone you. has never gone off like that. I was like, the fuck? You must be so embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. I sent y'all something really funny on Instagram that I wanted you to read on air. That's why I was looking at That's it. That's why you were looking at that picture of that babe. Sure. It was uh, like man. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, sorry. Sorry. That was good stuff. 
Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I try to keep earlier hours because uh, it helps. And I'm done. By the afternoon, I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to think. See, I like that, and that's my whole thing. I want to take a walk around the lake. This is what I've, like, and talk tried to, to, to get Chris on my, my schedule of, like, w- waking up earlier because I'm, like, if we start waking up earlier and we are done, like, we work, like, a 9 to 5 or an 8 to 4, we're done by happy hour. Four, baby. We can meet people. Eight we can four, go baby. out. You know, like that. You don't go out. So well, you just in- make me wake up. <laughs> to do nothing fun. You said that so begrudgingly. Well, we're in COVID right now, but I do go oh, out. Yeah. I have been known to go out, and I would love to go yeah, out. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have been known to drink mm-hmm. and go out. I think you're a lot of fun out. I am. Yeah. You can be fun. You're a lot of fun out. But I also like a schedule. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Like, everything in my body rejects fucking rigid, like, any sort of yeah. structure. I fuck, it makes my skin crawl. I don't like it. It's I'm weird because same. you are so type A. I'm, my, my room is very neat. My, Bring it to my your things life. are maybe, very organized. Maybe, you have, maybe you're resisting it until you got into it, and then maybe your body would be like, "Oh, I've been <laughs> I wanting accept. this." Yeah, but you're so rigid, and you're like, your bed is never made. I, I can't. Make my, I make my bed every day. My room's not clean, and that's Kristen. <laughs> I can't see. I can't do that. But yesterday, I got home, and I was in such a bad. Or whenever I got home from my trip, I was in such a bad mood. Deep clean my whole room. Yeah, I just that's that. Clean for pleasure. I, I clean for pleasure. But I'm like, there's 85 happen. things on my fucking to do list, but I can't do a single one of them until I it's know clean. until I it's can't. clean. Nope. Oh, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, it's a procrastination technique, though. No. Yes, and what I what one of the things that was on the podcast also helps clear your mind. was she was she was saying that with if you have a to do list, you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Was have you one? ever heard Queer for it? I listened to the last episode. So you can was, fuck off. The audio was crystal clear yeah. thanks to Draper Startup House. <laughs> I've started listening to podcasts when I do the sauna when Kristen is working out. Mm. Um, so I was listening. It was actually the one that <coughs> Ellen recommended, which is pretty good. I'm only two episodes in. But What's it's... It called? God, what the fuck is it called? It's, yeah, I want to know. I know she said it was like two female entrepreneurs or something. It's called Driven. Cool. A podcast for the modern entrepreneur by Diana Sanfilippo and Casey Joy Garcia. They're both like in the food space. Both cool. of them have written cookbooks. Uh, one of them lives in San Antonio, which is interesting. But one of the things that she said, she was saying something about to-do lists. And she said, to-do lists are great. The problem with some to-do lists is if you have these insurmountable tasks, you have to put them into smaller tasks. Mm-hmm. So like, say that your to-do list is like, redo Val's website. That is a task that is not going to take that is two hours. Great. So she said many, many tasks okay, in it. Listen to what I'm saying. I, I understand I've seen your to-do list. Oh, it's a I know what to it do. is. Wow. Okay, so wow. she said that if it's on your if it's on your to-do list, you should be able to knock it out in less than two hours. So like if it's something like redo Val's website, and that's gonna be something that's gonna take you five days, it is going to feel insurmountable. Yeah. And like something you don't want to sit down and do. But if you can put in rewrite copy. Do or about page. Get Val's login information. Yeah. Do this, do that, and break it into ten separate subtasks. Then, then you will my be, list would be even longer. Well, but you would be more likely to bite, get bite, stuff bite. done because you're looking at it from a different way. So she was like, "Cause I'm doing that where I'm." Re- she was hers was her website. She's like, "I'm redoing my website." She's like, "But redo website is a fucking six month task." Mm-hmm. She was like, "But if it's write about me, I can do that in two hours. Mm-hmm. If it's take a photo, I can do that." do my shop page, I can think about that. And she's like, and then I've chipped away at this big task, which I thought was really interesting. I was like, I have to tell Chris, and I forgot to right now. But I was like, that's an interesting way to look at it. And I think also that's how I do my to-do lists, is I do things in small tasks. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, even, and you guys are always like, well, you never cross anything off your to-do list. And I'm like- It's because they're so big. But mine's divided though. Like the top 
My to do list is, is by section. So the top one is like this is like today or tomorrow, and like the next a, one is like weekly. Well, possibly like a, I feel like you should have like a different thing? like app because like I use this to do app, and I then don't I have know what that is. It used to be called something else, but it's called to do. And there's different apps that do this. But then I have like a flaunt, and then I have a work list, a commitments list, groceries, and to do. Because like Gosh. sometimes I'm like I can't do groceries. Y'all's lists but, are beautiful. But then it's like. I like to break things up into smaller bits and even like, so my work one that's freelance, I'll even break things into like, I'm wrapping up a project for Elma. I was doing these designs. I broke it into follow up email, get paid, send files. Totally. That could have been one thing, like wrap up project, but yeah, I yeah. did these three things so that I made sure that I did them <clears throat> because I might forget to do some of those tasks. And I don't know, I think I do that because it makes me feel like I'm being more productive and mm -hmm. I cross a hundred things off my list as mm -hmm. opposed to one big thing. And I think that's just a difference of thought processes. So the thing is, the thing that maybe, and Chris, tell me if this is you too, like, the thing is, I don't care about checking things off a list because I don't subscribe to your list and the things that you check off of them. Okay, motherfuckers? And no. the hours you need to be at work? I, I love want... lists and crossing things off. But I like, do too. I can cross it off and I'm like, I still have 85 other things, so who gives a shit that I cross off that know. one thing? Well, I, I think technically there's infinite things on my list at all times so like I'm not like quantifying it as in like I've only finished one percent of the things that I've done because there will always be something to yeah, do because that makes it feel bad so I'm like I just feel like as long as I get things done in a day I feel like I've done yeah. something you know yeah. but I don't know I know I have a hard time not doing stuff though and I found that once I started you know writing down all the things I was doing I could go oh yeah actually great I did a bunch of stuff you're fine you know? and I like Chill to out. add things to my list that weren't on my list that I did do. So I will add it to my to-do list mm -hmm. just to check it off to be like, you know, I didn't do these things on the list, but I did do laundry. So I'm going to put that on the list. I use, this is what, this is what these are though. These are my to-do lists by day and they just fold over. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's whatever I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of cross stuff off from behind and then I like reference stuff later. So I just have like lots of these journals. Yeah. That, and I make sure that I use them to the end and get another one. I'm trying to, like, I don't know, color code them all on a bookshelf or something. Yeah. Something architectural For digest. one day when you're a billionaire, you can be like, this is the ground I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, you want to see you want to see a crazy person's spots? <laughs> Open any of those. <laughs> They're better as art. No. Um, so, like, on here I said, do we have any new routines? I feel like you've been waking up earlier because when we oh. met, you did not wake up early. All right. Uncalled for. No, no, it's, no I mean, I feel like... No, that's probably true. You, the other yeah. day, being like, I'm going to be at Nas at, like, 7. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. We got to get up. Um, yeah, well, for... I mean, I'm, like, really excited about what I'm doing right now. So, mm -hmm. honestly, I've been having a hard time sleeping because I'm just, like... It's like for every day, like the next day is about to be the first day of school again, and I'm just like so, so excited. So then I like wake up and I'm pumped. Also, my body has finally started to feel better, which is like really significant because um, I just like was feeling so crappy. I gave up. Um, I gave up like lifting during COVID, and that's helped. I think just like you know not be putting so much pressure on a body that's like trying to heal and do other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also stopped drinking coffee. Because I f was just, like, so wound up. I just was, like, this is too much. I would have, like, I would have like three huge cups of coffee. I love making coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and Jay Marsh roast beans. So I just go like visit her at her little shop on Sixth Street, and she'll roast me some fresh beans. And then I always have like fresh roasted beans. It's just too much, and so I'm just was just consuming because they're so delicious. Uh-huh. And um, and I had like diarrhea every fucking day. <laughs> and Maria was like, "You should stop drinking coffee." And I was like, "Yeah, I want to do that." <laughs> so I stopped drinking coffee, and now I don't really miss it. And when I have a coffee, I'm like, "Oh, this is nice." Whatever. Sometimes I have black tea. Yeah. Just because it's still nice to have a warm beverage. Oh, I have a lot of uh, I use mud water too. Yeah. I like that stuff. I want to try that. I don't like. It. I should bring you something. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I um I don't like it every day though. It yeah. It feels like. A lot for every day. See, I feel like what how you just described coffee is how I feel like feel about alcohol now. Mm-hmm. Like I love to make a drink. I love to have a drink with people. Uh, fun. But I just like it's like a once in a while thing for me at this mm-hmm. point in li- my life. Just because I feel like shit doesn't align with like my goals as a person, and it also like and it honestly like my body like is telling me something when I have a 48 hour hangover. I'm like, ugh. But I cannot imagine giving up coffee. Like at this point in time. Really? Yes. I I love coffee. I probably have like three coffees a day. coffee. Energy drinks. Oh my gosh. And it's not even, I I don't even necessarily think it gives me more energy. I just like, it's a part of my routine that I really enjoy. Yeah. I love the way that it tastes. Like black coffee, lattes, whatever. I'll take it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I think, found that though I've been indulging in like a Starbucks more. Like I'll go mm-hmm. and I'll get one of their pumpkin nitro cold mm-hmm. or whatever. Cause I like I'll like ooh I want to do something different. And honestly, like Starbucks, like when I really need caffeine, that shit hits a spot. I know it will. I was always no, taste I was about good. to say Jesus. Now that I don't drink coffee every day, that nitro cold brew hits me like oh, a yeah. train. I'm like, or, I or if I have, if I have to go to the bathroom, Starbucks coffee. I'm like <laughs> I know, <laughs> like. That shit is strong. Yeah. As opposed to, like, drinking at home. <clears throat> jet fuel. Yep. Literally jet fuel. Um, you have any input in this? I don't have any new routines. No. <laughs> oh, you know what no, I've been what? doing during COVID because of the space thing? I've been, like, jumping rope. Yeah? Yeah. And it's really... I, like, forgot that I, like, used to, like, you know, fucking love, like, jump rope for heart and school and blah, blah. But, you know, my roommate right ran away on me, right? So I'm just enjoying my Did giant, you ever get a giant apartment. No, and she's just still paying rent, and I'm just living in our giant apartment all <laughs> by myself. I'm like, this shit's pretty nice. Um, yeah, so then I, like, now I have, like, a trampoline in there, and <laughs> it's got fans and stuff, and it's really cool. But, no, I, like, jump rope and put on music videos and just, like, fucking live my 30-year-old life. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Crunchy's like, I hate you. <laughs> it's too loud in here. I feel like when we got into COVID, you were you were starting, like, you were, like, walking around a lot and doing other things. Like, are there things that you want to be doing, like, routine-wise, or is there anything, like... Yeah, I mean, it's like, cool, I'm just trying to eat And I think that another side of this coin would be talking about, like, it's completely fine if you haven't found a new routine or haven't started, like, a new hobby. Yes. I was thinking, like, ouch, but then I was like, ooh, I won't talk about things I'm not doing. Oh, yeah, that one. (laughs) I will talk about things I'm not doing, but. Well, but also, like, because I feel that way, too, where I'm like, damn, I really, like, I wanted to, like, start running, but I haven't mm-hmm. because it was in the middle of the summer and we're in COVID. But now I'm like, now that it's getting, like, nicer out, I think that I might start yeah, running. Now, and that's something that I would no, like I'm to totally implement. feeling it. I'm, yeah. like, back, I'm, like, I, now that it's, like, getting, like, cool out, I'm, like, fuck yeah. But, you know, through Me the... Me and Kristen de- have been going on walks. Through the like, death of summer and no one wants to do anything. No. And I, like, I even, like, posted about that being, like, oh, we tried to get into running, but it, like, really, like, it flopped. 
and my old football coach commented on my Instagram story and was like, you cannot start a running habit in the middle of summer. No, She was like, crazy. you set yourself up for failure, yeah. wait until fall, and you'll be totally fine. Yeah. And she's like a runner, and she was like, but like, don't be hard on yourself because that's normal. Also, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. So like... That's what I was doing too. I was being so hard on myself because I was like, okay, fine. You know, a little bit using it, it, it as an excuse. Like, okay, the, like, the physical therapist said I need to stop lifting weights, so fine, I'm not doing that. So like fine of course your like body's gonna start shrinking a little okay and then I was like okay I gotta stop fucking drinking because I'm getting super fat now that's crazy I got up to like 185 and back down to like in the 160s yeah you've you've lost weight totally well I was just like fucking drinking as a whole six pack for no reason I was just like well it's 3 p.m. and nothing's happening so I guess I'll start I guess I'm doing this now and then like hanging out with all the people at my apartment complex who are doing the same thing and I was like no I gotta do something else and yeah I mean it's been hard but now that winter is hitting I'm like this um another thing that I heard on that podcast that I was listening to which kind of like leads into like new routines and like trying new things was she was talking about like writing like her her book or whatever mm. and one of them her first book was a new york times bestseller and she was like that doesn't happen and she was like but also like how do i follow that up she was like but people need to realize like that that wasn't the first thing i ever wrote right mm-hmm. she's like people see that and they're like wow you were so successful blah, blah 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 and she's like yeah but it wasn't you saw my like best effort and with most people like when you buy their book or you see their podcast or whatever 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 you're seeing their best effort. You didn't see, like, the hundred things they did up until that point. Absolutely. And so she was like, you have to be willing to, like, do ugly before you're successful. And she's like, so if there's something you're interested in, Kristen making candles. Totally. She's like, you have to be bad at it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn to run, you have to be bad at it before you get better at it. But you have to be so willing. Annoying. And you have to be willing to be bad at it. And she was talking about, like, entrepreneurs. She's like, entrepreneurs are willing to be bad at shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you're not willing to be bad or if you're not willing to, like, look like an idiot... This isn't for you. You can go work for someone else. It's not to say that you don't have good ideas or you're not like cut out mm-hmm. for something like that, but like the people that are getting shit done, you just are willing, like you have to be willing to put yourself out there and do that mm-hmm. thing. And I think all of us to a certain extent have done that in some aspect, like with flaunt, with your businesses, you know? And like totally. just with like the dumb shit that we do in our day-to-day lives, like your poetry that you put out. like. People could have never followed that page or never liked a word that you wrote, but you were passionate about it, you know? Yeah, I haven't posted on that in a year. (laughs) They were just saying that on MFM, they were talking about how, like, Karen found some bullshit journal she had that had poetry. She was like, I sound, like, so fucking stupid. (laughs) But then some email listener wrote in and was like, hey, you know what? I'm, a like, a poet laureate, and all my shit sounds stupid until, like, it finally comes together. So, you know, like, if if you need to burn your journals before you die, I got a whole house full of journals I gotta get burned before I die because it's unacceptable. Most of it's garbage, but, like, sometimes something good comes I out. I mean, like, 99% of, of stuff is garbage until you have a good thing. <laughs> totally. Like, and I think we all know that. But, I, yeah, I was having that conversation with my co-founder this week. We've been pitching... And we've been pitching this new business, this ADA compliance, and mostly we've been having good success. We've been talking to really friendly people. We've been getting yes, 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 yeses. And we moved forward with this one company, and we, they, you know, their CFO liked us, so they moved us over to pitch to their Can you head say of who the company. They're big commerce. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> shut up. I thought you were like, they're, so they're, they're a big deal. Shut up. 
So their CFO liked us, and he moved us down to their head of product. And their head of product, like the conversation, just I let Luke pitch it because it's his, you know, baby. And the conversation got kind of stalled on the compliance area. And compliance is the least interesting part about what we do. What's interesting that that we do is we grant you access to a giant market of people. We create accessibility for everyone, um, you know, and you, um, you know, you get to brag about being an ally, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, but he never got to the other good parts. And the product guy was like, yeah, I just don't think like it's that interesting, you know? But, and so, you know, so he left the meeting and he was like feeling kind of bummed and, you know, and I was like, huh, okay. And Luke was like totally crushed. And I, I, I didn't realize at the time, I realized it later, but I was like, oh yeah, this is his first business. He just started pitching. No one said no to him yet. He doesn't know that this is like all day, every day. This is part of it. Mm-hmm. I get ten hundred thousand. No- Do you know how many people care about fat people? Nobody. Big and tall men. Nobody. I have to be talking to a big and tall man for someone to care, right? And so they're all like, "That's cute. Good. You know, keep going. You're doing a great job." And I'm like, mm, "Thank you so much." Um, but so like, you know, so we we part with this. He decides he wants to write the CFO an email, so he writes him an email, and. Um, it's it's pretty good his email, um, but he, the CFO writes him back and he's like, oh, you know, were you able to convey some of those points to the product manager? You know, he's really the guy you got to get on board. Um, if we can't, uh, you know, if he if he thinks like you, we maybe we should wait on it, then you know maybe it's a conversation for another time. No big deal. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna shoot a shot at this. Um, so I sent him an email and it. Just I just like highlight all the opportunities. It's so, like what happened with my business. The thing that my that Luke did because he was like sort of a rookie at it was that he was like, um, we can't do it without you. You know, here's why we need you. And the email I sent was, here's all the opportunities of what it would look like to work with us. Here's what we make available to you. Here's what it's gonna. Here's what you gain from this. And then the the CFO came back and was like, you know what, actually. You make some really good points here. I'm going to go talk to him, and let's set up another meeting. Um, I think we can get this thing going. And we're, like, fully turned around. Cool. And he was just, like, so crushed. And it was just days later that, like, the whole thing, you know, went back and continued to go in the good direction it was going. And I was like, yeah, man, you can't just, like, throw it all over because you got one no. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not it. You're going to get tons of no's. But that's okay. You just, like, keep going. It'll come back. It's yeah. hard, though. You cool because you like even with losing weight. Um, like I remember, I used to be like crazy fat most of my life, and then I lost like eighty pounds. Took me like sixteen months. I quit on myself a thousand times. I was like, I fucking can't do it. I'm never gonna lose it all. It's my skin's never gonna tighten up. I'm never gonna look hot again. And it took forever. I mean, I think that's the thing. Like you have to, like really think about too. Like with most, most anything is, the end result is the sum of so many tiny uh-huh. parts. And like me and Kristen have started working, one of the trainers at our CrossFit gym also does personal training and nutrition. And so we've been working with him for three months now. And um, I really, really, really love him. He's so knowledgeable. He's such a great guy. And he's been helping Kristen one-on-one. And then he's also just been helping us with our macros and stuff. And he was like, you guys are like better off than 95% of people who come in. It's like, you already understand eating healthy. You're already active. He's like, your problem is 5% 
Totally. And you have to change tiny that change. 5% to see any difference. And it's mm-hmm. not like you have a huge change you want to make. It's just a tiny thing. And you have to and be consistent with that And you have to be consistent and you have to see the change. Yeah, and you have to wait a long time. Yeah. Like, it's like five pounds over the span of like six months mm-hmm. of like changing 5% of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun and it's like not sexy and it's not anything like that. But it's like and you can't making see the results this habit, you know? So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been really interesting and like eye-opening with him because he's really big on structure and routines. And so we're working with him, trying to get more into that. And he just started working with my little sister on her weight loss journey. And before he was like, before we even talk about working out, before we even talk about nutrition, he's like, I'm not even gonna talk to you about macros. He was like, what does your day-to-day look like? Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, kind of a mess because she's in college, but everything's remote. She was a server, but then she doesn't have that job anymore because of COVID. She lives at home with my mom and my dad. Mm -hmm. And then, so she just started tutoring one of her friend's little brothers. So she does that in the mornings during the week. That's her only bit of structure is like three hours a day. Besides that, everything is a free for all. And he was like, how do you think that you're going to bring structure into your diet or your exercise if the rest of your life is chaos? He was like, 23 hours of the day, you have no idea what you're doing. And you think you're gonna fit one hour, you're gonna find time for that one hour and mm-hmm. you're gonna prioritize it when you haven't prioritized anything else. Yeah. And, and I was there for their first meeting and and she was just kind of like, oh, like I never really thought about it like that. And he's like, you have to give yourself a fucking bedtime. Like I get it, you're 19 years old, but like bedtime, wake up time. Totally. Like treat it all like with the same amount of priority because otherwise, that bullshit's gonna bleed over into the aspects of your life that you care about. What did they say, they say like uh, practice how you play or play how you mm-hmm. practice something like that? Yeah. Which way is well, it? Well, that's what, yeah, pra- practice how you're gonna play. Yeah. Um, and it's, <laughs> I joke, I'm like, my mom's probably like fucking pissed that it took like this guy to like tell me like, like <laughs> oh, yeah. wake up, go Absolutely. to bed, whatever. But like it has really changed her mentality and she's been waking up every day. Like Chris, you said it the other day, she posted, on her story, like she went on like a 7 a.m. hike and she's like, I'm a morning person now. And like, she's that kid that like slept until noon. And now she's just waiting. She's like, I'm just getting up on my own because she started just like changing that one thing. And it's going to lead to greater change in her life. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy because she signed up to work with him thinking like, oh, it's gonna be food, it's gonna be this. And he hasn't even, they haven't even talked about any of that yet. Like he's like, I just need you to eat three meals a day. That's all I need you to think about. And I need you to give yourself some structure. And that's it. So, uh, I, I mean, I think that's, it's really hard. I mean, it's hard for a lot of people too. like, if you're, you're not naturally inclined to doing that. Like for me, like I've, for the last two years been like, I'm gonna meditate every day, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna get into meditating. And I haven't done it I know. at all. I've gotten out of meditation during COVID. See, there you go. Punch myself in the face. There, there, there's what's felt, what fell off for you meditating. Fuck it. And which makes me so mad. I did it for like three, three and a half years straight. I have an app that tells me, mm-hmm. you know, I have logged almost a million hours meditating. And, it's, and I know that when I started meditating in 2017, it made such a change in my entire fucking mm-hmm. life. And I'm like, why the fuck can't I sit down and meditate? I'd like to, it's not, I'm not even telling myself I don't have time. I'm just like... So I've been really trying. I've maybe done like three days this last week, and I'm like, fine. You should definitely get but I, back I, into I it. I have, I am, and I have finally learned this thing from Louise Hay where I'm like, stop punishing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, stop criticizing yourself. So like, that's, so like, where, whereas I, you know, like I said, well, maybe I wanted to punch myself in the face, where I, where I would be like, what the fuck, Chris, why don't you, you fucking know how good meditating is for you. Why don't you do it? Ugh, just like, be all mad at myself. I'm just like, it's chill. Do it tomorrow. 
or sit down later cool sit down for 10 minutes mm -hmm. okay I didn't get to the state that's okay I did sit down and that's good you know I'll get to the state next time normally I can get there pretty fast you know and then just do it again log it you know you love doing it it's fine you missed it whatever dude go to bed you're fine do it later you know you feel like you don't have time this morning that's fine do it later yeah I in September finally like got to doing it and I was trying to do it every day but I I didn't do it every day but I've done 12 days in a row today nice. so but like I've done I don't know they're like five minute meditations that started out five minute and then I I'm gotten to like 10 is what it is I started it's this new app that I downloaded it's called balance but their whole thing is like they're like bite-sized meditation so mm -hmm. it's like really small as opposed to like some other ones where it's like you dive in and it's like because I'm I doing guided I, and I know that you don't I do guided 15 minutes yeah. yeah and so they start out like super small and just being like okay we're just gonna do this one thing for five minutes and I was like I can totally do that uh -huh. and that totally. like made it so much more attainable it, for me as opposed to gym mentality too you're like I can do anything for one minute uh -huh. you know fine cool I can do anything for five minutes mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah so I started doing it and I was like that I guess I've made a little bit of a habit out of but I've had to be easy on myself because I like set an alarm on my phone where I'm like I'm gonna do it at 8 30 in the morning and then when I miss it, like some days we go do something or like mm -hmm. we have a photo shoot this weekend at like eight in the morning, I won't be able to do it. So I'm like, just make time like when I go to bed. And if okay. I don't do it, then I don't do it. But yeah. it's been nice to like try to force myself to do this thing and just hold myself accountable for like five minutes. And I'm like, that's five minutes that I was probably on my phone anyway. You know, it's an app on my mm -hmm. phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, me, I I'm like, that's that. five minutes you would have spent like tweezing your eyebrows. Just chill. I don't know. I don't know how to get into a routine because, like, I did CrossFit for a year, and, like, I genuinely don't enjoy CrossFit. And, like, you guys love it, but, like... I Kristen don't have, hates it. I don't have anyone to go with. I don't feel like I'm in better shape at all from doing any of it. I was in better shape the year that I just consistently went to Planet Fitness. Yeah. Like, I really... Like, love going to the gym. Like, I like the competitive nature of it, and I like the people at the gym. They're super nice. The trainers are nice. But, mm -hmm. like, an eight-minute high-intensity workout, like cool like that's great for burning calories but like they like my arms were the biggest they ever were my second year on t and i was just going to planet fitness i didn't totally. have someone helping me do anything i don't feel like it's getting me to my goals i was skinnier during crossfit because i was so depressed and every workout i ever did was fasted that's mm. great but like so i don't know how to get back into that routine i don't know i don't know how you i know? mean i adhere to other people's routines like going on walks and going on runs mm -hmm. and I hate those things I do like that we walk around town lake like me and Val but like I was walking in the neighborhood at the beginning of COVID. well I know I can do things dates. without my partner but then it's like well then I have to plan I'm like okay when do you have a client so then I'll do it then mm -hmm. and she's like well you don't have to do it when I'm busy but it's like well, yeah, but then I feel bad when I'm not available in the five hours you're not working because I'm but that's doing this part of, thing. But that's part of the thing to let go of, too, right? Like, your schedule doesn't naturally have to fit into hers. Like, you are just a, you're a person doing your own shit. And it's really hard just to be a person managing yeah. everything that goes into your schedule while also trying to manage it within someone. I just realized, talking to my therapist lately, I'm like, oh, I need to be spending more time with friends, and I need to go, like, leave my home to do physical activity, or I'm only going to do the bullshit stuff that I do at home, which, like, isn't really... Yeah. Isn't really it. I mean, there's more routine than just, like, fitness stuff. I mean, like... Yeah, but I know that that's the thing that makes me feel significantly better no matter what else the fuck I'm up to. I just feel overwhelmed by the rest of my routine. Like, there's, like, you want to have a constant, like, everything we should do more do more of for, like, our business. I wake up every day feeling like I'm drowning. There's no routine that I can implement to make me feel like we are ever going to get above water. That is and I am overwhelmed by it. I don't know. 
if there's a medication I can take that would fix that, I don't know, but like it does, there is no end in sight that makes me think waking up a little bit earlier and doing one thing a day will ever make us mm-hmm. catch up. So I just throw my hands up at it and I do the one thing I know how to do, which is print and package and someone's already posted and I'll like some comments on Instagram, but like, holy shit, I can't even like breathe half the time. That's how I feel about all these routines in my life. That's how I feel about my personal work. That's how I feel about flaunt. That's how I feel about finding time for anything. I feel like I'm drowning in all of it. So that's why I had to give every single thing a day and a time. Because otherwise I feel like that. Or I'm like, I don't don't even know what to do, when to do it, whatever, whatever. Because Mm -hmm. I... Because what's next? Everything. Yeah. Everything left to do. So, I mean, I feel like that helps me tackle it. And I think if looking at everything is this huge like monumental thing that you can't even like even see the top of or the bottom of or whatever isn't working and throwing your hands up isn't working then maybe look at it from a different angle of like okay so I'm not writing right now maybe I just need to like make Mondays I fucking write and I make a YouTube video I don't even think about the other shit Mm. um I mean, I just feel like my, I think that some people would probably relate, and like you were just taking control of your own routine, but like, I went through this huge breakup and my routine was thrown off. My whole life was ripped upside down. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like you and me have such a linked routine running a business that I had no say in what days you decided on. So then I had no say in that. And then now I have like, I don't have any say in my creative social media stuff because that's just when things come in so like I just have like ready I had to feel it. like there's no I have a hard I mean I can't I like have a really hard time creating on demand I have to be if it's something I'm creating I have to be there to create it but then for me a bigger part of my business power is just my communication with other people and that like that's pretty much what I do I just like network my way up mm-hmm. um but yeah I also, I hear everything that you're saying. Like, I feel so fucking crushed when all my routines fall apart, and then I just have nothing. I just have nothing. Why do I have nothing? Why can't I do anything? I can't make anything happen. And then I just am like, okay. I just have to be like, don't be fucking hard on yourself. It's like, all right, whatever. What can you do? What can I can do, like, three sets of curls before bed. I can definitely do that. You know? And then, like... I've, I'm, but I, yeah, I feel the same. I usually wake up and feel overwhelmed by the amount of things I have to do, but I've just been lately just been being like, because I stopped criticizing myself, it's helping a lot, but just like, all right, cool, what's what's the next thing I can do? All right, did it. What's the next thing I can do? All right, did it. What, I gotta make an email. What else can I do? I don't wanna do that. You know, like just fucking, yeah, it's too much. It's always too much. And as entrepreneurs, it's always, gonna be like always too much for us but at some point you'll be able to get an assistant and then you know fucking you'll have more creative time and then y'all will schedule okay this day we're gonna think about designs and this day this day is when printing happens and this day is when packing happens I don't fucking know mm-hmm. and I mean I feel like entrepreneurship is like drowning all the time unless totally. you are just like fucking rich and you came up with an idea and you just paid other people to run it it's always everything's on fire like yeah. I mean there's a, a thing it's like someone says like the some like I don't know 
some famous person or some like well thought of person is like if you can just be like being able to like be remain steady through the void like that's what it's like you, if you can just stabilize yourself in the unknowing then you'll be fine because you don't actually know how it's all gonna get like, controls an illusion we're all just thinking we have we all you know we all thought we were hell in control and then covid pff, nothing we don't control anything so you know in this presidency no we don't control anything so fucking you know you just just trying to be easy and create new routines and be like all right what stuff can i do today because mm-hmm. fuck it, i'm not doing a bunch of stuff i thought i was doing if that doesn't work i just buy a new planner i just like always i'm like maybe i'm using the wrong planner <laughs> and i just buy a differently it's formatted planner <laughs> i just bought a different one look <laughs> let me show you it's actually i can start using it today because it's like a every three month quarterly planner <gasps> So this one's October to December, cool. and it has everything broken out into like there's goals in it, mm-hmm. but then there's also months, and then every single day. Yeah. And then there's like checklists. Maria shit. starts her day with a thing, and she does. There's a lot like, of like this is like kind of like a passion planner where it's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like bullets and shit which Definitely. I'm not necessarily into, but I did like that there was like. A million different ways to look at this planner where it's like you can look at it daily or weekly or like monthly and I was like you know I like that because I like to be mm-hmm. able to because like in my room I have a whiteboard that's like the calendar for the for the month mm-hmm. and I like write big shit on it but then I also have like my day to day because it's like sometimes I forget I'm like what the fuck's going on this weekend and that just isn't like and it's on my phone or wherever but it's like I wake up and I'm like oh yeah we're going out of town or oh we're doing this thing or we have a photo shoot on Saturday but like I don't know how many times Christian looks at me and she's like, what are we doing on Tuesday? And if I didn't have it written down, I'm like... Well, for someone who doesn't have a routine, I have two calendars in my room that are always up to date with whatever the fuck I'm doing. I know, you're really good about writing it down. And I keep track of every workout I ever do and every day I drink. Those are the two things. That's pretty cool. So to make sure that I like... It was just like after last year. That's interesting data to have. Kind of like falling off. Like last year I was like, I don't want to be drinking more days out of the month than I'm not you know mm-hmm. like that's just unhealthy mm-hmm. and that's something I've done for like a year like that's one routine that I do and that's like something that I think that's what frustrates me about routine is like those two things I've stayed on top of of like drinking less days than I don't and like usually only like 10 days a month which is like is more than a lot of people but like fine that's not always like in excess yeah and you're also a young person working out young person's lifestyle working out or moving my body like three to five times a week minimum and Mm -hmm. i've done that for 10 months and i have lost 20 pounds because i was depressed and i've gained 15 pounds because of fucking nothing and i think i just like reject routine because it doesn't like i don't feel like it does anything i'm just like angry about it Mm -hmm. probably i'm just now coming out of the like feeling like my life was ripped out from under me last year after it getting ripped out from under me like a, a year before that and like I'm like happy in my relationship and like flaunt is doing well and I've like had campaigns but I just like feel like everything is like just out of arm's reach and I can't put it all on a shelf neatly like I don't because it's been floating around for so long and I've barely been upright so like I hate talking about routine because it just feels like something else I'm doing wrong. That sucks. I think you just need to reframe it. Because I don't think you're doing it wrong. Which I've never been a negative person, really. Well, at least not in the last few years, I've not been very negative. And now I just feel like so distraught all the time. I don't think you're negative. I just think that you shut down. And I think that's always kind of been how you handle things. 
And I don't, and I think when presented with an obstacle, you can either shut down or you can look at it a different way. And I think if you feel like you don't have a routine or you feel like you're not in control of it, then you need to take control of the parts that you do have control over. You know, and it's easier said than done, obviously. And there's nothing wrong. But there's little, there's little wins, like going and taking rallying on a walk or eating two meals a day. Those are, those are wins. Those are routines. Those are things that you can easily do, you know, brushing your teeth every day. You know, like people have trouble doing that, taking a shower three times a week or whatever the fuck your little goal has to be, you know, making a point to record a video or write something or do something. And making it like a manageable goal and looking at that and being like, you know what, I'm like proud of myself for doing this thing. I want to write once a week, but you know what, I'll start with once a month. I'll write one poem a month to get back into it. And then I'm gonna, that will probably snowball into feeling more productive, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, well, I mean, I'm like probably like 50% of America who's like clearly just like distraught as fuck. And this is like, put me in a bad mood, but I was already in a bad mood about some things I was overwhelmed about. What ways do you think, like, I think that Chris has given good advice in that, like, stop being so hard on yourself, and, like, you bringing, Courtney bringing up the podcast where it was, like, breaking things down into, like, digestible chunks, like, within a day, so things feel manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, how did you, like, like, I asked my little sister for like a meditation app for my birthday i can't get into it i just fall asleep when i listen to meditation which are honestly, you sitting up no are you laying down well i do them at night because i'm so bad at sleeping and oh, i always yeah. and that's the only time i ever fall asleep which is great but, i used to use it like that too, but it's not I because i'm like asleep. med i don't feel like i'm in any sort of zen zone i'm no, just no. bored of the guy's voice okay so the trick to, <laughs> to the trick about meditation is like the thing that we all do is we all sit there and we go okay am i doing it i'm not doing it i'm not doing it yet am i doing it and then you're like fuck not doing it and you're just like stressing yourself out or whatever it's fine so counting like counting like odd numbers of breaths can help you like seven in hold for three five out or something like that although i think you usually want your out breath to be longer than your in breath um but that's fully natural and then people will be like i meditate i sit there i try nothing happens and you're just like thinking this was also me this is also my story i was like meditating so stupid oh my god i'm just sitting here and nothing blah 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 and then i would lay down i'd fall asleep because laying down is more comfortable fall asleep fall asleep fall asleep yeah my app tells me do not lay down well i do it at night because i'm so you know i'm such a bad sleeper i think that's what everything in my life stems from is how bad i sleep no no but it's exactly my life used to suck until i learned how to sleep i used to be a very bad sleeper um, for real, it's like until I learned how to sleep, my life sucked. Oh my god, it's fucking tired all the time. Um, so with meditation, it's fine if you fall asleep. Fine, set the thing. I use Insight Timer because I like how it tracks all the statistical data. It's very nerdy. Um, and then it has lots of really nice sound bell options and tons of stuff. Um, and you set the timer, boom, fine. If it's a 15-minute nap for you, it's a 15-minute nap. It's a 15-minute nap. If that's how it is for the first nine months, fine. Just keep doing it. Whether you're doing it in the morning and at night or one at a time, just do it. It's fine because what you are doing is creating the routine. At some point, you will be, you will stay awake enough that you start to enjoy it. And just at the very end of meditating, um, you'll, like, fall into this state because it's totally, like, a, like it, like, overcomes you. It's like a, you can feel it. And 
what you're doing, the good thing that you're doing is creating the habit because the habit then starts to bring you a little bit of joy. I, you know, when I'm really doing it, I'm like, oh yeah, I get to meditate because oh, it feels really good. So you want to create the habit, even if you're just taking naps, because at some point you'll join it. And then at some point you'll join it sooner. You know, it'll happen before two minutes before the end. And then, but you know, before five minutes in, and then halfway in, you're finding it. And then like, I reached this place where I could just like, when I was ready to sit, I would just sit there. And like 20 seconds later, I was meditating. It was just like very clear, you know? And then my bell would ring and boom, come out of it. And it was something I really looked forward to. It was super refreshing for like my state of mind. And I really started using it when I was spending a lot of time with my mom, my mom really stresses me out. It's hard. Um, so yeah, don't give up. And yes, everyone sucks at it for like a long time. And then suddenly you like, it, you just like slip into it, but it's the, it's the creating the routine. That's the, you start to get the benefit from. So just fine. Put yourself to sleep with it. Okay. We're also still on the hunt for guests for upcoming episodes. If you'd like to be on Queer For It, please shoot us a message so we can plan to have you on. You can either be in the Austin area or we can record remotely. So please hit us up. Seriously, like any of our friends, listeners, if you feel like you are an expert on any topics, um, let us know. Send us a message, any of us individually or Queer For It, to our DMs or to our email. Mm -hmm. We would love to have y'all on. We're really trying to get a variety of people on just to talk about anything and everything. It doesn't have to be anything serious. It can be like, hey, I really want to talk about my most embarrassing story. And I think it would be hilarious. And I'd like to hear y'all's embarrassing stories, you know? Absolutely. Um, So we'd love to have you on. I would also like to shout out our recording sponsor, Draper Startup House. Um, We are very lucky to be here. Uh, Very excited to continue to use this awesome space and excited to see how this um, space grows as uh, mm-hmm. they've now been open for a couple weeks. Anyway, yeah, for all the good times, Draper yep. Startup House. Yep, thanks for having us. Thanks for being our recording sponsor. Um, but that's our show for the week. Uh, it was a, a little bit of a heavy topic just because, you know, routines and stuff are... It hits everyone different. COVID is hitting us all very differently. Mm-hmm. I'm only just realizing stuff about myself. I'm like, girl, you need to talk to more people. You need to hang out with more friends. But if there's more topics like this that you'd like us to cover, please let us know. We're also always open to topic suggestions. Uh, but in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer For It. And you can send us an email at queerforitpodcast at gmail.com and visit our website, queerforit.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends and family, coworkers, that guy on the street, everybody else uh, about that us. Cat over there. <laughs> the that cat, cat over there. Your dog. And shoot us any questions and topics you'd like for us to cover in future episodes. Until next time. We love you. And you should too. Love you. Love you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>